Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Snakes on a Plane. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe or else you might get touched by a snake. Touched by a snake? Yeah. <laughs> the movie, snakes are doing a lot more than touching people, let me tell you. I've never really seen it. Well, I've seen references to it. Why? Wait, here we go. Snakes on a Plane. For the Cobra Starship song, see Snakes on a Plane, bring it. Snakes on a Plane is a 2006 American action film directed by David R. Ellis and starring Samuel L. Jackson. It was released by New Line Cinema on August 18th, 2006 in North America. The film was written by David D'Alessandro, John Hefferman, and Sebastian Gutierrez and follows the events of dozens of venomous snakes being released on a passenger plane in an attempt to kill a trial witness. Hilarious. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, it's a, it's an assassination plot against one person that they <laughs> released snakes on a plane. That was a, that's their plan. God, no wonder <laughs> the TSA is like this. <laughs> the film gained a considerable amount of attention before its release, forming large fan bases online and becoming an internet phenomenon due to the film's title, casting, and premise. In response to the internet fan base, New Line Cinema incorporated feedback from online users into its production and added five days of reshooting. Before and after the film was released, it was parodied and alluded to on television shows and films, fan-made videos, video games, and various forms of literature. You know what this reminds me of? 
the trailer for the movie Cocaine Bear, which is a trailer that's surfacing right now. Really? Yeah, it's about a bear who gets high on cocaine and goes on a killing spree. Really? Is it yeah. animated or is it It's CGI? based on a true story, which Incredible. is Incredible. I don't think the true story went down exactly like that, but there was somebody who was like flying around with some cocaine, dropped it out of a plane, and a bear started eating it. In the trailer, is the bear anthropomorphic? No. I, I assume it's a CGI type of thing. I would, I would guess it would have to be. I mean, Why? unless they're going to like fight a real bear hand to hand. Released in the United States and United Kingdom on August 18th, 2006, the film received mixed reviews and was a box office disappointment. Despite the immense internet buzz, the film's gross revenue did not live up to expectations. It earned $15.25 million in its opening weekend. The film grossed $62 million worldwide before its release on home video on January 2nd, 2007. Plot. After witnessing a brutal murder ordered by gang boss Eddie Kim on prosecutor Daniel Hayes in Hawaii, Sean Jones is escorted by FBI agents Neville Flynn and John Sanders on a Boeing 747-400 to testify in a trial against Kim in Los Angeles. Kim arranges for a time-release crate full of venomous snakes to be placed in the cargo hold in an attempt to bring down the plane before it reaches Los Angeles International Airport, LAX. To ensure the snakes indiscriminately attack everybody without the need for provocation, he has one of his henchmen disguised as an airport ground employee spray the passenger's lays with a special pheromone which makes the snakes highly aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. It is. The crate opens midway through the flight and the snakes make their way through the cabin with a viper attacking an electric panel in the process, thus shutting down the power. Uh Uh-oh. A couple having sex in a bathroom and a man using another bathroom are the first people killed. The plane's captain, Sam McKeon, investigates the power outage and fixes an electrical short, but is killed by the viper that caused it. Co-pilot Rick, unaware of the snakes, believes Sam has suffered a heart attack and continues toward LAX. Some of the snakes attack Rick, and while fending them off, he accidentally releases the oxygen masks throughout the plane, causing most of the snakes to drop into the cabin with them. Numerous passengers, including Agent Sanders, are killed when the snakes invade the cabin. Look, I'm not an expert on airplanes, but none of this seems plausible. Wait a second. A movie called Snakes on the Plane has parts of it that don't seem plausible? I'm just, what? I'm just saying, like, just from the very basic premise, I don't even think it's possible. Oh my, you know what? You may be right. Wow. It's just so absurd. What? It is. <laughs> what? Thank you for bringing it up. You're welcome. <laughs> the surviving passengers who have made their way to the front of the plane put up blockades of luggage in a desperate attempt to stop the snakes. Rick is attacked and the plane starts to dip downwards, causing a food trolley to crash through the luggage blockade. The passengers flee to the upstairs first-class cabin before blocking the stairwell with an inflatable life raft. 
Flynn and flight attendant Claire regain control of the plane while Rick retakes the controls and has Flynn go into the cargo hold to restore the air conditioning slash ventilation system. Flynn contacts FBI Special Agent Hank Harris on the ground, who gets in touch with ophiologist Dr. Stephen Price, Customs' main source for animal smuggling cases. Based on the pictures of the reptiles emailed to him via a passenger's mobile phone, Price believes a Los Angeles snake dealer known for illegally importing exotic and highly dangerous snakes to be responsible. After a shootout, a tactical interrogation occurs wherein the dealer is injured by a snake bite. With Harris withholding the antivenom, the dealer finally reveals that Kim hired him to obtain the snakes and adds how the latter managed to smuggle them on board the plane and make them aggressive. Price injects the injured dealer with the antivenom and commandeers his supply of antivenom for the victims on the plane based on the list given to him. Harris gives orders to have 80 Kim arrested and tried on multiple counts of murder and attempted murder with the death penalty as an option. Harris contacts Flynn, telling him that antivenom will be ready for the passengers when they land. However, Flynn discovers that the cockpit is filled with snakes and Rick is dead. After a brief discussion, Troy, 3G's bodyguard, agrees to land the plane based on experience playing a flight simulator. <laughs> After everyone gets prepared, Flynn shoots out two windows with his pistol, causing the plane to depressurize. The snakes are blown out of the cockpit and the lower floor of the plane. Despite his lack of real-world experience, Troy makes an emergency landing and the plane makes it to the terminal. The passengers exit the plane and antivenom is given to those who need it. Just as Flynn and Sean are about to disembark, a remaining snake jumps out and bites Sean in the chest. Flynn draws his gun and shoots the snake. <laughs> and paramedics rush to Sean, who is traumatized but unharmed due to a ballistic vest he wore throughout the ordeal after his rescue from Kim's henchmen. As a token of gratitude, Sean later takes Flynn to Bali and teaches him how to surf. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you try to make sense of everything we just read to you. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. We're only going to read one more part of this because this is too long, but it was too good to pass up as a page. We had to read Snakes on a Plane. So instead, let's, let's read this last part, shall we? Yeah. Critical response. New Line Cinema did not screen the film for critics. <laughs> Do you know what that means, Rachel? Does that mean that New Line Cinema thought it was so bad that they didn't ask critics to critique it? Correct. They didn't want critics to see it before they had a chance to get it out to the public. <laughs> As of January 2022, review aggregation website Rotten Tomatoes gives the film a score of 69% based on 178 reviews with an average score of 6.20 out of 10. The consensus reads... Snakes on a Plane lives up to its title, featuring Snakes on a Plane. It isn't perfect, but then again, it doesn't need to be. Unquote. On Metacritic, which uses a weighted average rating system out of 100, the film earned a score of 58 based on 31 reviews, indicating mixed or average reviews. Reviewers reported audience cheering, applauding, and engaging in call-in response 
noting that audience participation was an important part of the film's appeal. Audiences surveyed by CinemaScore gave the film a grade of B- on a scale of A to F. Does that mean that Snakes on a Plane is like the new Rocky Horror Picture Show? I mean, not quite, but it is a cult film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's what you're sort of saying to me. I'm not sure. <laughs> it was based on the audience participation remark. Got it. I understand. Yes. So, yeah, that's, you know, sort of like that. Yes. Oh. The Arizona Republic's Randy Cordova gave the film a positive review, calling the film an exploitation flick that knows what it wants to do, and it gets the job done expertly, and a mecca for B-movie lovers. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle enjoyed the film, asking his readers, If you can find a better time at the movies this year than the wild comic thriller, let me in on it. Boston Globe reviewer Ty Burr reacted to Samuel L. Jackson's performance by saying he bestrides this film with the authority of someone who knows the value of honest bilge. He's as much the auteur of this baby as the director and screenwriters, and that fierce glimmer in his eye is partly joy. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave the film one and a half stars out of four, saying, After all the internet hype about those monkey fighting snakes on that Monday to Friday plane, the flick itself is a murky stew of shock effects repeated so often that the suspense quickly droops along with your eyelids. David Dinby of The New Yorker claimed that the film may mark a new participatory style in marketing, but it still goals an allegedly knowing audience with pseudo-morality of yesteryear. What was the New Yorker doing at that movie? What do you mean? The chances of the New Yorker going to a movie named Snakes on a Plane and enjoying it are slim. What are they even doing trying to review that movie? That also reminds me when the New Yorker reviewed Avengers Age of Ultron, I was just like, why are you even going there, New Yorker? You knew you were going to like it. Probably for the clicks. Maybe. (laughs) Film critic and radio host Michael Medved criticized New Line Cinema for agreeing to reshoot scenes so that the film would receive an R rating from the Motion Picture Association of America to match fan expectations. He argued that the film would have grossed more revenue at the box office with a PG-13 rating stating that the demographic most likely to be drawn to a movie titled Snakes on a Plane is males between the ages of 12 and 15. My 14-year-old son, Danny, for instance, felt a powerful inclination to go out and see the movie with his two sleepover friends this Sunday night, he explained. But I wouldn't permit it. It's rated R for good reason. Medved ultimately awarded the film two and a half stars out of four in a radio review, but said that he did so grudgingly. Yeah, see, I wasn't allowed to see it. I wanted to see it. I asked to go see it, but I wasn't allowed to go see it because it was rated R. Well, you can see it now. And it's true. It, it is a fun movie. It is not great. There is a giant snake that swallows a guy whole. <laughs> so, I mean, I think you know what you're getting. <laughs> At this point, you know, I'm not the same age that I was in 2006, and I don't know if I'll be as widely as entertained as I would have been at the time. I really like things that are really stupid. It just makes me happy. (laughs) I just I just like them. Well, you know what? I like you. (laughs) This has been the Wikipedia page for Snakes on a Plane. 
Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Maybe rate us a little higher than you did Snakes on a Plane. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your anti-venom. If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.